we know about each other's lives outside of work. I think that's really important. Like, if you can see that someone's not feeling too good, like, you can go over and ask them. It's not you go to work and you go home and work's done. It's, like I said, it's like a little kind of second home for most people that work here. Bethan Williamson has been at Carlton Winerim for two years and has just finished her chef apprenticeship. She found a career in cooking a bit later in life after studying and working in Melbourne and Sydney, and she now feels like she's landed in a great place. She loves the family feeling at the restaurant, the confidence that the team instills in her, and, of course, the amazing snacks. Um, my name is Bethan Williamson. Um, I'm a chef at the Carlton Wine Room. Um, Carlton Wine Room's kind of become like a second home to me um, over the last two years. It's a really exciting place to work. And um, yeah, it's definitely become part of my family, I think, yeah. Cotton Wine Room um, has an amazing selection of snacks, especially kind of fishy snacks, which are probably my favourite. Um, yeah, it's perfect for kind of any occasion, I would say. You can like pop in for a, a wine or a snack or a whole meal or a function and it, it really does it like more than more than justice I suppose um yeah and everyone's just so knowledgeable like front of house are really knowledgeable all about the wine and the menu and yeah it's an amazing place to be and to work. Bethann went to uni straight from school but her side jobs in restaurants grabbed her as much as her arts degree. Slowly, surely cooking drew her in. Yeah so this is my first job in a restaurant um I kind of feel a little bit late to the party, but I'm really happy to be here. So, um, yeah, straight from school, I went straight into uni to do an arts degree um, with no real direction, as I think a lot of people do. Um, And I kind of got there. I enjoyed some subjects. I hated some subjects. And I just got halfway through and thought I may as well finish it. Um, And I didn't really have an end in mind, like a job coming out of it. Um, and alongside that, I'd been working in hospitality, just in cafes and restaurants. And um, it never really seemed like a career to me. Um, and then at the end of uni, I moved to Sydney with my partner as he was studying up there. And also worked in hospitality for the year while we were living there. Um, yeah, and I just kind of felt a little bit detached. Like I didn't really know where my career would go. I wasn't using my degree, um, but I loved working in hospitality. When we moved back to Melbourne, yeah, I just I've I've always loved food and I've always loved cooking, and I kind of saw it as a hobby or like you know something that's necessary for everyone to do, but never as um, necessarily a job. And I was working um, at a cafe making coffee kind of yeah wondering if I could do this if I could actually jump in a little bit later on I was 23 or 24 and I'm so glad I did because I love it here and I love cooking and um yeah I'm really glad that I kind of took the jump to do it um a little bit later on so I've been here for two years um just finished my apprenticeship with Carlton Wine Room Finishing was such a good feeling, um, especially being here the whole time I've been doing it. Everyone was really happy for us, like Luke and I, the other um, 
chef who's just finished his apprenticeship. Everyone was really happy for us and really proud of us. Um, yeah, and it just kind of gives me confidence to, yeah, eventually go and work somewhere else. And for a long time, I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And now I can actually say what I do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's such a good feeling. <sighs> Looking back on her journey through uni and work, Bethan finds it curious that hospitality isn't often presented as a career option in schools when it's such an important role in a vibrant society. Is it time for a shake-up of careers counselling? I think compared to two or three years ago, I definitely feel more confident in myself and more true to myself. Like, I feel like I'm doing what I love rather than trying to find a career out of... A degree, which is what I feel like a lot of people end up doing. Um, and I think I felt a lot of pressure from high school to go to uni, and I'm not sure why. Like, there was no pressure from my parents to, like, go ahead and do that straight away. There was no pressure from anyone, really. Looking back, maybe I should have just taken a step back and not done that, but then maybe I wouldn't be here. I think it's such a shame that hospitality is not offered or, like, spoken about as a career because it is so valuable. I was actually talking to my partner and our housemate recently about like they both work in healthcare and that's as it should be it's so revered as like a really integral job yeah like essential to people's lives but then the joy that comes out of hospitality is also kind of you know not on the same level but is important in a different way um yeah so I definitely think it should be. I don't know if it will, but um, yeah, I I wish it, there was more kind of um, yeah career counselling that was actually effective when I was at high school. It wasn't very um, very broad or very effective at all. Structure is key to a restaurant kitchen running smoothly and getting dishes over the pass with consistency and in a timely manner. So, how exactly does the kitchen at Carlton Wine Room operate? to ensure a full, busy restaurant is fed and looked after. Yeah, so we've got four kind of main sections in the kitchen. There's the larder, pass section, the meat section, the fryer and apps. So currently I'm kind of between the apps and the meat section and we'd be breaking down uh, cuts of meat. So we've got... um, pork, we've got um, wagyu rump cap, we've got some fish um, and we've also got some chickens on the menu at the minute. Um, so yeah, we'd start by breaking down the proteins, then we'd work on some garnishes. So um, for the pork at the minute we've got like a pea and fennel braise, which is really delicious with kombu, um, verjus and olive oil. So you kind of get those big batches on early in the morning. Um, the app section you do all the pastries so we'd make um, big batches of creme patissiere um, which would then be turned into creme dip Um, we've got the focaccia as well that's like a big job in the morning so we make at the minute we're making like six trays a day of potato focaccia with like a slurry um, tipo flour and olive oil Bethan appreciates the professionalism and expert coordination of the restaurant and the way she's constantly upskilling. She also loves the way work and life are equally valued by her employers. I think what I love about working here and being a chef is the flexibility you get in 
your personal life as well. So like I have a lot of time during the day when I'm not at work to do things that I really enjoy and I still I still get, you know, all of my shifts in here. Um, I get to work with like an amazing team. The team here is awesome. I feel like our education is like very um like sorry our education um as chefs and as um people in hospitality is very important to the employees and also to connor um learning is really valued here so like the investment in staff i think is amazing um it's very professional as well i think like we were saying before it's a career path it's not just like something on the side well it can be something on the side for some people and for others not so much so um yeah that pro- professionalism here I think is um something that stands out a skill that I've picked up more recently is like the coordination of the kitchen so um especially being on the meat section you have to have you have to be thinking three or four or five dockets ahead um so it's not just about how well you've cooked something or if something's you know resting or if the sauce is hot it's about is the fish in the oven that has been called but it's still five dockets away so um yeah I've really been pushed to do that and I think it's a skill that yeah I didn't think I could when I started here I didn't think I'd be able to do it (laughs) you've got to be so switched on and yeah, as I said, thinking, thinking way ahead than you, what you're, way ahead of what you're actually doing. Um, yeah, I, I think to come into work um, tired or hungover is just like impossible to me. Like I, I wouldn't be able to do that because it's so. Yeah, it definitely takes it out of you. The Rum Baba is a Carlton Wine Room signature, but what are all the steps that go into making this syrup-soaked dessert? so good yeah so the rum barber is um a brioche dough that we make the night before prove overnight and then press into little um darimolds the next day leave them to rise and then they're cooked in the oven baked in the oven um and as a serve they're kind of cut straight down the middle in half and then flipped so that the inside is facing up then um, they're steamed until they're nice and warm and fluffy and they are soaked in a sugar rum syrup with cinnamon and star anise. Um, so they're kind of full of this really delicious like spice syrup. And then on top they're piped with a creme patissiere, um, which is whipped with cream. And you use like a, um, a piping bag and like a, um, a piping bag to like pipe little um, peaks onto them so there's like a little row of peaks um, and yeah it's quite difficult. <laughs> Carlton Wine Room has such a close tight-knit team. When head chef Connor Pomeroy announced he has a brain tumour it had a huge impact on Bethan. I was so shocked when I heard um, yeah really kind of upsetting. He's such like a a positive person in the kitchen I think he's really inspires people so yeah I think he's it was really brave of him to come out and say that to us just as we were going back to work and everyone's been really supportive but 
Yeah, I really, I was really shocked. More than anything, it kind of made me think about, um, I guess, how we use our time. Like, I mean, yeah, especially coming out of the pandemic, like, it makes me think that everything, every, every little moment is really special. So, yeah, just to make the most out of everything, I suppose. There are so many elements to being a chef. So what are the aspects that Bethan enjoys and appreciates the most? I do find satisfaction the customers enjoying their food, definitely. Um, might not be like an immediate interaction, but I definitely see people enjoying it. Um, I, I do like the feeling at the end of the shift where everyone's kind of done really well or, you know, like we've had a, a busy shift and... If something hasn't gone right, you know, everyone's there for each other. So it's not like a, a negative environment. It's always quite positive, which is something I, I really value. And I like get that. I, that's what I value about the job, I think. Um, yeah. And also just like plating something up that you're really proud of, that you've learned how to do. And yeah, people are enjoying that food. We know about each other's lives outside of work. I think that's really important. Like if you know someone, if you can see that someone's not um, feeling too good, like you can go over and ask them. It's not you go to work and you go home and work's done. It's um, like I said, it's like a little kind of second home for most people that work here. Um, Very comfortable and open. As a recently qualified chef, Bethan is starting to build a vision of her future. What does she think the next steps will be? I'd like to stay, I think, in smaller size venues. I think I'd like to learn. I like the fact that I'm learning directly from the head chef and the sous chef and people that um, are leading the kitchen. I don't really want to be, like, swamped up in, like, you know, a massive kind of um, organisation where you're not learning directly or necessarily properly. So, yeah, I think um, I'd like to learn more about wine as well. So, like, staying within that kind of wine bar food pairing culture would be good. Um, Yeah, and hopefully travel a bit later on maybe. But, um, yeah. This is the third episode in our deep dive into the Carlton Wine Room. We're here all week. Catch up on our first two episodes with head chef Connor and owner Andrew. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes with Chef Binod and Samelia Siaka. We'd love to know how you're enjoying this new style of podcast. It's fun to make. Hopefully, it's cool to listen to as well. Restaurants are such complex human machines, so many moving parts. It's a privilege to spend a bit of time with some of the people who make it tick. See you back here soon. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.